Hi, this is Jose Saldiva with the First Year Experience Podcast. Today I'm joined by... Cynthia Saldiva, the First Year Experience Coordinator. Ernesto Farias, an Epic Mentor. Jimena Castillo, an Epic Mentor. And so thank you all for joining me today. I've invited um, our guest today to talk about actually an article that was forwarded to me by Cynthia. Um, and the article talks about the, the, uh, I, the title is The Real Campus Scourge. And so it, it's an article in the New York Times, re- featured recently in the New York Times. And it talks about um, isolation and loneliness, the loneliness often felt by um, students on university campuses. And I think much of it talks about students that are disconnected from home. You know, they, their only connection to family and, and to friends is, is often social media um, and, and obviously telephones, things like that. But for a lot of our students, I think the kind of isolation and loneliness they feel um, is a little different. And so, for example, from my perspective, I'm a faculty member, I'm, a, I'm also an advisor. And so I've found that my students, over the course of a semester, I develop um, good relationships with my students. And so my students often open up, they're often very candid with me about their experiences at the university. A lot of the students that we work with are first year, first generation students. Oftentimes, they don't have anybody at home who they can relate to or who can relate to their experiences on campus at a university, right? And and so they experience isolation and loneliness, I think, on a different level. Um, and so I've invited our EPIC mentors here with us today and, and Cynthia to to talk about, one, their experiences as students um, and, and, and what they've noticed or what they've experienced um, and how, maybe how would they characterize their experiences as students at UTRGV. Um, so who'd like to go first? Um, I know that I do feel a form of connection to the topic because when I, fr- I had first gotten to UTRGV fall of 2015, um, I didn't know anybody on campus. Um, my own brother was going to another school. All my friends had gone up north to study at various different schools. So I got here, I didn't know anybody. And it was around the time when um, I also wasn't in- involved yet, so I didn't have anybody to talk to. I would simply just have my parents drop me off, I'd go to classes, and then I'd wait for um, 3 o'clock for them to be able to pick me up and then go back home. And it's kind of, and it, it is true, we can't really, as a first-generation student, I couldn't talk to them about what was going on in my classes because all they wanted to hear was like, oh, are you okay? Are you passing? Okay, good. Like, they didn't want to, they wouldn't understand what I would, when I would talk about the assignments or, like, the labs. And I didn't, I wasn't a very social person, so I, I wasn't going to make friends because everybody else seemed like they were in their own little world or in their own little, like, social group. So, like, I for a good month, month or so, I did feel very alone and as well as really stressed because I couldn't talk to anybody about anything. And it was I, it was during a time where I still had the mentality of, oh, I can't go to counseling center because counseling center is when, you know, you're, you have a mental illness or, like, or, you know, somebody forces you to go. So I just kind of kept everything bottled up inside until I've... I finally joined an organizations, and that's when like the loneliness started to go away, because I finally had like that group of people to come find in. So, 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 I'm gonna go ahead. So the article um, talks about social media, right, and mm-hmm. how social media makes it seem like everybody in college is having fun, 
right? When in reality, people just post the fun pictures, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean that every <clears throat> second is fun. So, Jimena, did you experience that? Like, did you see your friends that went off to other colleges maybe posting fun pictures and you thought, like, you were the only one experiencing it? Did you not have that experience? Like, I would see <clears throat> people posting about, like, oh, like, their, um, I guess, like, their versions of, like, Week of Welcome or, like, Homecoming, and it all seemed really fun, but since I would just literally come to class and then leave, I didn't see that within my own campus, so, like, I did feel kind of isolated that, like, oh, everybody else is having fun, and I'm I'm just kind of here. Like, I wasn't there experiencing it with them. Mm-hmm. What were your experiences like? My experiences were very different <laughs> from Jimenez. Um, I, I guess I didn't feel, like, isolated, but because of how my own personality is mm-hmm. of... Um, when I don't know something, I try to look for an answer or like look for help. Mm-hmm. Um, before I even started my first day of school, I had already been in UTRGV like for a month, just walking around, looking like at their offices and what the services they offer. So I, I'm very like outgoing in that sense. So for me, um, I came from Matamoros. Uh, um, I came in my junior year. So for me, like all this thing about like uh, experiencing education in the U.S. was different than you for me. So um, of course, like not that I feel isolated because they are like <laughs> like the cities are one next to another. Yeah. Um, but still, it's just like uh, like education system wise. Uh, so maybe that I'll feel isolated because I'm it's new to me and uh, it's not something I can say like it's familiar or something that I can go right on the quicks. Um, but in the sense of like, um, like people around me, um, I didn't feel isolated in that sense. Yes, at first I didn't have friends, mm-hmm. uh, just like how Jimena did uh, say, like once I started joining to an organization, I became more involved in having more connections in my own campus to feel like that sense of, oh yeah, this is a college life. Uh, I guess like anyone in high school, they wanted to go somewhere else. Uh, they wanted to get out of Valley because that's what you do. Uh, and yeah, like I, w- I would see also like my friends who actually went to San Antonio, Texas State, or even like up north. They're like, wow, like that's the college life. But when you say the college life, define that. Like, what is the college life? Or what is this notion of the college life? Well, I don't think it's parties anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's having, having, having gone to one. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's just, like, the, the fun events on campus. I guess, like, when you watch a movie, you say, like, oh, that's college. <laughs> People actually having school spirit. The school actually have school spirit. Wait, it's not that we don't do, right? But, but it's they just, just like. Have more. More. <laughs> um, I guess it's just that it's like the, the school spirit, the, uh, the things that traditions, things that you do are like, oh yeah, they have been doing tailgates for the past 60, 80 years and I don't know, stuff like that. Yeah. Things for me is like that will be new and interesting to do, but I'm here in my own little town living with my parents <laughs> so you're the um i think the the college life uh, that you're talking about is the what we see on tv what we see in movies i think what's advertised to kids exactly and, like right? stereotypes yeah like what college is so i mean i mean even though 
maybe for a lot of our students, it's not the stereotypical college life, right, that, that they experience. Um, you said something interesting. You said you, you live at home with, with your family, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so it's a, it's a different kind of relationship that maybe our students have with, with, with the university. Um, yeah. And I, I want to go back to Jimena's point. Um, because you, you talked about, I mean, you all have very maybe different personalities. And so your personality, Nesta, <laughs> was um, you said you were very outgoing. You said, um, you know, you spent a couple of months exploring the university, kind of getting to know the university, right? For a lot of our students, they don't, they don't experience that. They might come mm-hmm. for orientation beyond that, maybe a couple of school field trips or something, right? Yes. Um, Jimena, you said your, your first... Your first year, you you said you bottled a lot of stuff in. What did you experience that you couldn't share? What did you experience that, that what did you keep bottled in? I guess it was just like the stress of classes because um, when I was in high school, I was in a college readiness program called Classical Rebound. And I knew for a few years, like already the main offices the university had back when it was UTB and also when it started being UTRGV. So, like, I, I knew, like, what college was. I knew what it entailed. I knew there was stress involved. I just didn't actually know the extent of that stress. Because in high school, when I took dual enrollment classes, like, when I took dual enrollment classes, it was like, yes, it's a college class, but it, ha- it wasn't as heavily as the classes we have now mm-hmm. at the actual university. So when I came in and I saw how heavy it actually was, um, I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't tell my parents that because they had seen me all throughout high school taking dual enrollment classes. They, in their mind, they're like, oh, no, she can handle it. Like, she's fine. And I didn't want them to worry about that. So, like, I kept that part of them, as well as kind of, like, the loneliness. Wow. Okay. We, uh, uh, one thing about Jimena and I <laughs> is that we have known since our first semester in, in college, like, just like how you see it right now, we were, what, back in September, fall 2015? September. September, in our uh, interview for student government. And then Freshman Leadership Academy, <laughs> and whatever else. We always do everything together. So uh, I've seen her change of how she was her first year. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I always like to say that to people because I've like when people tell me like, "Oh, I can't. Uh, I'm very shy. I don't know many people. I don't know what to do." I'm like, "Do you see that girl over there?" <laughs> Well, let me tell you something about her. <laughs> and I tell her her story, like, how I felt, like, how I see her. Uh-huh. And, like, yes, at first she was very shy. Yes, like, she wasn't very outgoing. But now you tell her, go and give a class, go give a presentation, and right away she goes and do it. So it's well, just a transformation during that first year. So you, you all, I mean, it, it sounds like... Like you all found these outlets, you all found these social networks, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's through student government or mentoring or, or other organizations. Um, but that took time for you. That took time. Who, who did who? So who did you go to when you had to deal with the stress of class? Like your first semester. I oh mean, yeah. Who who did you go to? I right had there? two counselors. <laughs> okay. And the university. <laughs> I went to counseling. Uh, here and I call it also like counselor, <laughs> but not really. Well, I would say yes. Uh, at first, uh, I didn't know what um, what I want to study. Like, I started off as a business major, mm-hmm. 
So um, I was like, after the second class, day of class, I was like, I don't like this. So I was like, what do I do now? Yeah. Uh, and and, and real qu really quick, um, and sorry to interject, but no. mm -hmm. for a lot of our students, they go through that experience, yeah. right? Where they come in and they're expecting to major in something and whether it's 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 their own ideas of a major or, or mom and dad, right? Maybe exactly. the yeah. family telling them that they should major in, in medicine or business because they're gonna make more money and, and exactly, right? right? So they've got that stress coming in. Okay, so second day of class, you realize, I don't wanna do business, I don't like this. I don't like business. I so who do, do what did you do? Um, what did I do? So I was like, okay, I know for a fact I don't like this. Uh, and I don't want to continue doing it. So, I mean, I was like, I need someone to help me with my classes and like pick and choose or make the decision. So I was like, okay, I guess for my personal life and any all the stress I live at home or anything, I will go to the counseling center. But because this is, I just want to know how to switch to my major. I went to the academic advising, um, but academic advising, um, they had, Ah, forgot her name. Ah, they had this this lady. Um, she was a, a a master's student in psychology, uh, but she was uh, working there with the advising center and was helping students like making a decision of like, okay, what is it that you want to do? Like major in. So I will have sessions with her uh, for the whole semester. I think they had for a year. So then she graduated and they did change me to another one. <laughs> Anyways, so I, I had to like, um, for that, for the the portion of my academics of like knowing what I wanted to do, I went with this advisor, um, um, this counselor in the advising center and she made me some tests, online tests, and they like, look, what is it that you like to do? Although I had done this like several times during my last semester in high school, but I was like, okay, I will give it another try, have someone else tell me what I wanted to do. And um, it happened, like, it said there, like, um, I will be very good for government, that I like government. I'm like, I already knew this, but um, this is how I said, like, oh, I didn't want it to come out. <laughs> I'm a class and say, like, yes, I like government because I hate when people tell me, Oh, you want to be a politician, right? I'm like, not really. A lawyer, uh, an attorney, not really. <laughs> so um, they told me, like, yeah, like, you would do that. Like, I see that you like it, but you don't do it because I'm afraid <laughs> of all these, like, <clears throat> questions. Like, I don't want to answer those questions anymore. Like, Did the, um, you, I mean, you, it sounds like you were worried, not worried, right, but just having to deal with people you know right the 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 people around me the people around you you know asking if you wanted to be a politician and attorney mom and dad what did mom and dad want for you did they have like were their expectations in terms of we want you to major in something or was it more like major in whatever you want to major in my parents will be like major in whatever you want to major of course like because they know me, they they were like, you like this, you like that, and you like government. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For my parents, my mom says like, I'm gonna become a professor, like at some point. She said like, uh, you will get your doctorate, so you will become a professor mm -hmm. of a university, some, sometime. Um, but I'm like, okay mom, like I've been in school so many years. So my mom, she's uh, my parents are very supportive. I think it's more like the outside, like my professors from high school, 
for my relatives being like, oh, you have to major in business because that's where the money is at. Or you have to become, a, like, if you're going to do uh, government, you have to become a lawyer. Like, that's what you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's like, uh, uh, even professors here, like, are like, haven't you talked, uh, thought about being, like, going to law school? I'm like, yes, it's gone through my mind. I've done my research, but not thank you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, man, are you coming in? What was your major? What did you declare when you came into the university? I declared a bilingual education as my major. And have you stuck with that? Yes. Okay. So there, were, you didn't have to go with go through that sort of, I don't want to call it drama, but the, yourself. <laughs> the issue of, fi- of finding yourself. Um, what you said, the, the stress that you dealt with was, just that transition right now you're in college it's different there's it's you know maybe more rigorous um you also hit on you because you you identified it separately you still talked about loneliness mm-hmm. tell me about that those feelings what where where did those come from what do you what, and what do you mean by loneliness by loneliness i just felt like you you didn't really i didn't really talk to anybody Mm-hmm. My first month here, I remember I would just, like I said, my parents would drop me off. I'd go to class, and then like there, w- there would be a gap until my next class. So I just kind of go to the library or kind of like find a little nook and cranny somewhere. Just kind of sit there, and I would see other people talking to their friends, or like they'd have study groups, and like they'd laugh and they talk. And I was like, oh, like I, I want to have that, but every time like I would want to talk to somebody. I, I'm assuming like they were just comfortable with like, the group of friends they had, so they would just answer my question and then just kind of like cut off. Mm-hmm. So, like that kind of built upon the fact that like oh you don't have any friends here. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Two different personalities, right? But but you've seemed to have found your way at the university, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you went to the advising center. You had a counselor. Two counselors. Two count. <laughs> two counselors. You have to be sure. Um, <laughs> At what point did you go to anybody? Or, or why hadn't you gone to anybody? Like, I, I didn't go to anybody, like, in the beginning, mostly because I thought, like, um, I, had, like, I had that mentality of, like, oh, like, you, you'll get through it. Like, you'll push through it. Because that's kind of the mentality I had all throughout high school. That, like, yes, it's hard now, but it's going to get easier later on. And, like, it did get easier because I started having my group of friends. And that's when, like, I later told my parents that, like, yeah, like, in the first month, like, I did feel, like, alone. So, for me, my, my counselors were my parents. So, like, I touch base on, like, you know, feeling alone, but, like I said, like, they kind of just wanted to hear, like, did you pass or not? Yeah. But, like, it was kind of like a one-sided counselorship. Yeah. But, like, it, I, w- it was more of the academic kind of, mm-hmm. you keeping up with your classes kind of thing. Yeah, like they, like, they wanted to know if I was, like, okay, and, like, I'd just be, like, I'm halfway okay. But, like, I, I did talk to my parents, like, throughout, kind of, like, throughout that first month, but not, like, in depth to what actually was going on. At what point did you feel... Okay, not halfway okay, but okay. I started feeling okay around, like, by the end of the first semester. Uh Because, like, my classes were in order. I didn't feel stressed. I had already gotten used to the workload of the classes. So, like, I didn't feel stressed academically anymore. I had my friends, so I had somebody to, like, vent to that wasn't, like, family. And then if I wanted to vent to family, my family was there. So, like, by the end of the first semester, I was like, I'm okay now. Okay, great. So so there's hope for our students. Yes. There is hope. (laughs) You just see, I think it's like you have to, like it. I, something I've seen like some mentors like, uh, and I like being a mentor because I'm like I can see others' perspective into their first year. I'm like, this is how I was and I did it, and I've realized that not everyone has the same experience. Yeah. 
Um, but I tell like my students like it like it has to come from you like like I can be telling you like there is there is services, but it's up I, to you. It's up to you like to make that change like. Um, I guess for anyone that goes to cancel at some point is because like there is something not major but something that you want to say that you can say it or you want help with yeah and you're like to the moment that you say I cannot deal it deal with it just on my own by myself I go and ask for that help yeah I think that that's a turning point for any student so um, you you all you all are epic mentors you do you all de work with students one on one? Yes. How many students do you see uh, a semester or over an academic year? I see about currently right now I'm seeing about 12 students. Okay. But my first year as a mentor I saw about 16. Okay. Vanessa. Yeah, my first year I think I saw like 8. Mhm. Mm and this year I'm like every month I see like around 12 to like 13 like I have 20 students but they don't respond to my emails but <laughs> mostly <laughs> 12 but you're there but, yes, but I'm there <laughs> yeah so I, I, I guess from both of you and either one can either one I'd like to hear from both of you um do you find that your students your first year students do you find that they experience loneliness these feelings of isolation uh, um what what are the, what are what is your experience with them I feel like some of them do feel different forms of loneliness i've had students in the past where like um socially wise like they have friends here but academically wise they're kind of like going at it in the dark and they don't have anybody to lead them um i've had students that they have no idea what's going on even though they've gone to orientation they've gone to roundup and you know i had thought they were assured of what's supposed to happen and they come to me and they're like well what does what does gpa actually mean or like well can i take can i take six seven classes like no, like you can't take more than more than six without special permission. Yeah, and it's like, and then I've had others that you know they come in without friends, but they're doing fine academically. So I work with them like in the social aspect of like you know what if why not you know get involved why not you know um, try to find work here on campus to see if like you can form that network of connections, and it, it kind of varies like in levels of loneliness depending on like the student. Yeah. How about you? I I agree. I I think well I always say like everyone's different. Otherwise, mm -hmm. of course. Um, I've seen students where they're they feel lonely academically in feel in, in the sense of like I have friends, uh, and it's uh, like um, I have friends, but I don't know what to major in. This is a uh, university college student mm -hmm. who is like in the first uh, year and still wondering like what should I major in. Uh, like cause everyone knows what I don't want to major. I'm still now. I'm in college, and I don't know what to do, or, yeah. or like what is it that I have to study. So I've seen that, like in the sense of academics. Uh, um, I've also seen the ones like Jimena said, like uh, they're doing super good academically, but like for like socially wise, they're not there. Like yeah. they they don't have uh, as much friends as they would like to have them. Um, and sometimes I've seen it like where they want to, but they don't know how to. Yeah. Uh, and I could be there like telling them, you, you could do this, but against that initiative, like the students saying, yes, I will do that. Um, where else have you seen loneliness? Uh, 
students either here that um, their families in Corpus or anywhere uh, in Texas or around uh, that loneliness too. Um, same for friends, like I stay here, my friends went somewhere else, so I'm just coming here to school and that's it. Uh, where I see my friends having fun in some other school, and I'm here. Yeah. So I, I've I've seen different type of loneliness depending on what aspect you want to, <laughs> like, look at. And so I I think that's great. You know, you guys have identified right diff- different varying levels of loneliness. Right. We've talked about the academic loneliness, the social loneliness, even just the disconnection from from family, the more traditional college experiences experience students experience where maybe family is a, is a significant distance away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even within that, the sort of the, the not, I think you described it as they're in the dark, right, about even the, the language of the universe. Right? What does GPA mean? What does this mean? What does that mean? Who do I go to to change my major? Who do I go to for questions about this? So it sounds like it's, our students are dealing with loneliness on a number of levels, isolation on a number of levels, right? You said... Um, and this so that you know we encourage our students to that they have to take the initiative right they have to decide I want to do these things what other pieces of advice do you give them or what other kinds of support do you all as, as mentors provide them well like when it comes to like, we all mentors will tell them like you know get involved not only because like you know we work for the university and you know they tell us to say that like but we tell them genuinely like get involved because you don't know like what the people you'll meet you don't know what you'll be what you'll be offered and what i usually tell my students is like be patient about it don't think that just because you sign up for cpb or student government that automatically you're going to have thousands of friends off the, like the first meeting like yes the people are nice there but don't you have to like work at it like i know when we had our first interview for our our fyi internship Yes, like I, I had seen him around. We were, we actually had our orientation together, <laughs> as well as Discover UTRGV. Oh my god! And like I, I knew him, but he wasn't my friend at the time. Yeah. So and it took a while for for me to like for us to get to this point. He's laughing for a whole other reason. That's yeah. a whole other story. <laughs> so like you know, it takes time to build those relationships. Like Ernesto has said, like he did see me like transition from like one type of personality to another. Mm-hmm. And, but that didn't happen within the first semester. No. Like, we've known each other for almost yeah, three años, three yeah. years. Yeah. So like we push it a lot. And we keep I, was it like, I was like, I'm wondering why Ernesto's laughing so much. <laughs> I'm like, I'm really curious. Because she told me this like a year ago, almost. Yeah, like a like, year after we we were friends. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I knew you. I saw you there in uh, orientation while while they were having this event, like. Um, I don't know someone said like a speak up or there was a game in front of the like, salon mm-hmm. like uh oh no, like she, i remember they were we were in the same orientation group and in the first same orientation and then our orientation leaders were like asking us like questions i don't remember what the specific question was but he had raised his hand and <laughs> by the way he had talked by the way he like presented himself i thought like oh my god like he's so annoying <laughs> <laughs> She will be having all these thoughts about myself, and then it's like, <laughs> they were like next to each other in a room, getting interview for this thing, and now we're working together. We, like we have done everything, everything. together, so I was like, 
I'm like, really? <laughs> That's what <laughs> you thought about I my school? I'm like, I, I wouldn't have, like, I, I had no idea who this girl was. I didn't look around. It was like, but she had looked at me, it was like, it's annoying. I'm like, wow. Thank it's you, Jimena. I don't think you didn't see me because, like, he was. I, I remember that distinctly. That was a distinct memory. <laughs> this, oh uh, he was God. on the second oh, row and I was so on the first funny. row. So, I, and that's why you didn't see me because you were just seeing the back of my head. So, it, I it, do have a picture of that. I'd be like, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> it, it sounds like, um, uh, like unintentionally, I think. I, I think we can say that even encouraging our students to be open-minded about the people <laughs> yes. around them, people, yes. right? Because we might, that initial, our, that initial first, right? That first impression that we have is like, I don't like this student. I don't like this person because they're <laughs> annoying. Wow. But, but wow. clearly, wow. but clearly, no, I, okay. I, I, I do not get that from you. And it's, <laughs> but it's okay. I, but, I know it comes all from Jimena. No, but I, but I think, I think to your point, Jimena, you're, you're right. It takes work. Right, building these relationships, right, mm -hmm. building our our social network at the university takes work. It takes time. It, it requires us to be open-minded. It requires us to be patient. Mm -hmm. But it also requires commitment on our part, <laughs> right, to to meeting new people and and to kind of mm -hmm. going out of our comfort zone, expanding our social circle mm -hmm. to meet other people. Because who, you know, these people become friends. These people become um, folks that we can. Um, share right that that you know when we are feeling isolated or we have are having those feelings of self doubt, those are real feelings and sometimes we need to have them validated. Sometimes we need to know that there are others that are experiencing, yeah. having those ex those same experiences. Right. If you all, if you all had to give our students, we've got a fresh crop of students coming into the university. You had to give them one piece of advice to help them help them with feel like they belong help them get past that isolation what piece of advice would you give them now i'll let you go first because we, <laughs> yeah, we, we, he meant us he meant us to just dominate the conversation go ahead uh, one piece of advice so it's like how they're coming they're coming to university one piece of advice so don't feel isolated right mm -hmm. <sighs> That's a hard one. I mean, I always say, like, ask for help. I always say that because, like, if you don't ask, like, you ask for help, like, you're never going to know. Like, um, I don't know how that, like, Spanish phrase saying, like, eh, el que Dios no lo oye, something like that. Like, el que no habla, el, el, el Dios que, oye. No, exactly, yeah. like... Um, which is something God's not gonna like know like he's gonna hear you um, I say that because if you're feeling isolated like you don't know where to go you don't know what to do just ask someone just ask one time and uh, I think like staff people or members or upperclassmen like if you feel comfortable like asking an upperclassman uh, if not, they're just staff members. So ask them, where, what can I do for this? And they will take care of it. That's what I think. And that's what I've seen and experienced in the past. Maybe it's not the same department, mm -hmm. but they know someone and they know how to get the number for that and get you connected. But okay. just by simple of like, just ask. And you're going to be helped 
right? It's just like, it, it, how is it like the uh, Harry Potter, like Dumbledore? Um, <laughs> you know which one I'm talking, right? Yeah, the one from the third movie, no? No, 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 it's, it's the last one. <laughs> this is the last one where he's help, a, help will be given to those at Hogwarts for those who ask for it. Exactly, that's the one that like. <laughs> and she and, and she like. <laughs> and I know this because like we we like Harry Potter, but she's like more fan than me. So I, that's that's the phrase I, I asked. So like, if you don't ask for help, like help is not going to be given to you. Okay. Right. So um, be proactive. Be ask proactive. For ask for help. Primero. I guess, like, I've, I've always give this advice to my own students and my UNIV students, and that's to join or do something you love, because that will immediately chase the loneliness away. Because when you're doing something that's comforting to you and that you love doing and you're that, that you're good at, you know, you suddenly forget everything. Like, I remember when I first came in, like, I already knew off the top of my head, I liked helping people and I liked learning. So, like, all right, what's something that I can do both of those things at? That's why I had joined the first year internship program, because I'd be helping people. That's why I joined um, Freshman Leadership Academy because I'd be learning how to be a better leader. So just and immediately after I joined those things, like I didn't feel lonely anymore. So just to join or do something that you love here at the university. Awesome. Um, it has changed our world. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, you know, you got you you um, you all are juniors, seniors. What juniors. are you? Senior. Well, I'm a, I'm about to become a senior next semester. So. Okay, so rising seniors. <laughs> Um, you thank you for for the advice. I, I think um, you guys you guys are clearly examples of what, one. You took two different approaches, right? You were obviously um, much more proactive from the outset. It took time, but like you said, you were patient. You worked at it. Um, so thank you for the advice. Uh, I think it, it was it's been really helpful. Um, Cynthia, do you have any final words or anything you want to add? No. Okay. Well. Thank you all again. Thank you for joining us. Um, this concludes this episode of the First Year Experience Podcast. Uh, tune in next time. We'll see you all later. Goodbye.